Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. We're in a series right now on the Keeping It Real podcast, and we began with actually talking about being single and sensational. And for our friends who have that really addressed kind of the idea of being single and never having been married. And then our next one was suddenly single and divorced. And that's self-explanatory, of course. And today is we're going to wrap up with suddenly single and widowed. And Kim, on our podcast today, um, I know that there are friends listening who are in a situation where their husband has passed away and some of them it's probably fairly new and some may have been now for a while, but um, we want you to know that you are not alone. That's right. And that um, now in this situation, part of what we love to do is help provide resources. And, you know, usually we have a keeping it real question, but um, I think these are just times to kind of talk about our experiences and things that we have grown through. And, um, but also then to provide, Hey, if you've never heard of like, you know, you've mentioned a couple of really great resources. Mm-hmm. Um, if you never heard of these things, you know, get your pen out and write them down right. and take advantage of um, the hope that's out there mm-hmm. and the help that's available. That's right. It's important that no matter what situation we go through, mm-hmm. that we go through it. Yeah. That we don't get stuck, that we don't camp there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean having a specific desired end, right. but it's just that we want to be making you know progress. I think of you know, it, the Bible talks about a woman that was widowed. Mm-hmm. The woman talks about Naomi. Mm-hmm. And she had, um, her husband had, had died mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Her two sons had died unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about when she went back to her homeland, she went back to where she was from. Mm-hmm. Um, the townspeople, the women were excited to see her. And they're like, Naomi is back. Mm-hmm. And Naomi made a comment. Naomi said, from now on, do not call me Naomi. Mm. Naomi meant pleasantness, joy. Mm-hmm. She said, I want to be called Mara from now on. Mm. And Mara meant bitter. Mm. And when when we go through life struggles, life situations that we have no control over, I think that there's a really important part that we look at what are we going to do with the situation we're finding us in? Yeah. Are we going to let it make us bitter Mm -hmm. or are we going to actually say okay god i didn't ask for this i wasn't expecting this i'm asking you to heal my heart Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to let this become my total label and i'm not going to camp here yeah that's so powerful and uh, we really encouraged this last time but i think with this especially we want to say if you have never 
sought counseling to really mm-hmm. help you walk through this. I mean, you know, Kim is a, is a licensed counselor mm-hmm. and therapist. And so, of course, we're for it. But I've experienced it. I've I've been the the client mm-hmm. of, you know, amazing mm-hmm. therapy and counseling. And um, I wholeheartedly encourage mm-hmm. you to find something that works for you in that area That's right because again it's an it's working through like mm-hmm. you said going through it mm-hmm. um the pain that you know doesn't stay all the time but there are times where you may have struggled and that's what a really good time yeah. of, of therapy can help with that well you say that i'm the therapist and you're the client yeah but i want to say there have been multiple times when I've been the client, even though I've been a therapist. Yeah. Because I know the value in I'm not anything more special than anybody. I go through life's situations. Mm-hmm. And so knowing the value, man, I'm the first one to sign up for therapy if I'm needing it. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. Also, you know, and I'll go ahead and throw this resource in right now Mm -hmm. there is a resource called grief share yes and it's griefshare.org it is a community that are others that are going through grief um so that's another resource in addition to therapy and there are a lot of really great widows groups now Mm -hmm. i think it's really been neat to see um i so i have a really good friend that Several years ago, her husband died suddenly, and she has three kids, and, um, you know, it was really a tough, tough time, but she got plugged into a group of women mm-hmm. and that are all widows, and, man, it was a, a you know, game changer for mm-hmm. her to how she even sees herself, and that's yeah. where I think the value of, of knowing that your your value doesn't yeah. change yeah. um it's different from being divorced right. you know um because and i have met a woman recently that um they had been married a long time and and now it's like now what do i do right um and i could almost see that on her face yeah. like i'm really trying to find my way through life here what do i do and yeah. Who am I without this other person? Yes, yes. And that's such a key because I think um, it's kind of like even as parents with kids, you kind of get that separation, Mm -hmm. you know, of who am I without being Mm -hmm. my child's mom? mom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then now if you're if you're widowed, it's who am I without being married to this person or just even being married at all so and women are different than men you know a lot of men when they are widowed uh, not a lot necessarily but they are married before too long I know several men that Mm -hmm. were widowed and got remarried quickly Um, but women are not built that way most of the Mm -hmm. time they can be but Well, I think when we are widowed, first of all, it's unexpected Mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we may know that there's an illness or, but I think the real shock comes Mm -hmm. when I'm actually widowed. Mm -hmm. And like you said, okay, my value doesn't change, but my role does. Mm -hmm. 
you know, who am I? What does life look like on my own? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's a really important part of feeling alone in that in those times, the devil wants to isolate you. Mm. The devil wants to tell you you're the only one, you're forgotten, you're lost, you're not important, your life is over. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons it's so important to be in community to be in God's word, Mm -hmm. to be able to speak back to that, because just because you think something Mm -hmm. does not mean it's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just because you feel something Mm -hmm. does not mean it's true. Right. And, you know, the different stages of grief, you know, I like to say it's a little bit like, you know, if you're swimming in in the lake or the water mm-hmm. and a boat goes by mm-hmm. and the waves come up and down and you're you're bobbing you're in the water <laughs> you've got you've got your floaties on and you're bobbing up and down but yeah. that water goes in your face and mm. and sometimes you feel like you can't breathe and you know what blow up your floaties mm. blow up your floaties yeah. because the waves of grief come at different times and it's not that they're ever really all the way over right is grief comes to visit yeah and grief says goodbye. Mm. And grief comes again to visit, and it says goodbye. Mm. And I think one of the challenges for when someone has been widowed mm-hmm. is that you can get the attitude or you can hear the attitude from other people of, well, aren't you over this by now? Mm. Um, you're still crying about this? Yeah. And I think it's really important, and I can speak to this as a therapist, is that grief doesn't have a time limit. hmm everybody's grief looks different. Mm -hmm. We do want to make sure it keeps moving, but don't get caught in the feeling of judgment of, of, you know, oh, I should be over this by now because there's a part of letting God have his perfect work. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. And again, remembering that, like you said about connecting, making sure that you don't isolate yourself in the time frame and and maybe finding something else that you love to do you know that that you forgot about Mm -hmm. almost because just like every marriage you know you there are parts of yourself that that sometimes you um because you get in this flow Mm -hmm. of life that you forget that you enjoy and you don't have time for yeah exactly and i remember you know with my mom i remember her kind of getting back into playing tennis at one Mm -hmm. point after my dad died and she had loved to play it for years but then it was like you know now she's picking back up and maybe there's a hobby that you have been wanting to try um and now's the time Mm -hmm. you know we addressing singleness i mean there are still similar parts that that tie together no matter why you're single Mm -hmm. and even that is the idea of saying hey i i have now some freedom Mm -hmm. to make some choices of things where i'm gonna go eat um you know maybe that you want to try a Maybe you want to try a different, a Mediterranean food, you know, (laughs) something you've never, I I mean, I just like the idea that you can say, you know, I'm, I'm going to rediscover Mm -hmm. and then also discover, you know, um, parts of me that I never really took the time before now. And um, you may be really surprised. That's right. at, At what you find out about yourself. Life does not have to be over. Yeah. 
Life has changed, yeah, but it does not have to be over. Yeah. I was telling someone the other day, thinking I have a friend whose wife passed away, mm-hmm. and he is now, you know, he grieved mm-hmm. for, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half, and he had begun seeing somebody, and he said, okay, but I feel kind of guilty, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to him, and I said, think of it like your life in the beginning, as this is like part A, Yeah. then you've got a semicolon, yeah. And then you've got part B. Yeah. They're connected. Yeah. But they're different. Yeah. And it's giving yourself permission. Okay, this is what my life has looked like before. Mm-hmm. But my life doesn't have to be over. It's not a period. It's not an exclamation mm-hmm. point. It's saying, okay, to be continued. Yeah. What does this next season look like? Yeah. And there may be multiple seasons. Sure. You know, for me, it wasn't that I was widowed, but I was married, single, then I was mm-hmm. married, then I was divorced, then mm-hmm. I was remarried. So we have these different seasons in our life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, you know, the Bible says there's a time to grieve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a time to dance. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a time to cry. And there's a time to laugh. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing, okay, there's beautiful seasons yet to be had. Yeah. And some of those moments can be in in a day. Oh, you (laughs) You know, experience all those seasons. (laughs) If you're around us very long. Welcome to Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, and you know, we, we also encourage you, of course, with the community of this is why we talk about things like this, Mm -hmm. you know, the realness of life of saying this is this is real. If you, you know, maybe, um, again, to our married friends, you know, if, if you know someone who is widowed, um, make a time to check in with them, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, this is a, a different season. It's, I know it's really difficult, especially if you've Mm -hmm. been couples friends and you've been used to going, you know, to the football game together or Mm -hmm. traveling together. And now what do we do? Do we still ask that person to come? You know, well, they, they have changed, but not, not in the sense of now there's, Right. You know, I mean, that's a that can kind of be a difficult thing to tackle. Well, and sometimes people don't ask because they feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say something that's going to hurt their feelings Mm -hmm. or if I invite them. But trust that this person can make Mm -hmm. that decision. If they don't want to be included in something, they can tell you. It can be saying, you know what? I wanted to extend this invitation. Yeah. um, Because you're still a part of us. You're still a part of us. Yeah. And and so reaching out and keeping that community is so very important. And it's okay to talk about memories that you had with their spouse, I would think. That's one of the best gifts you can give them. When someone, especially when they are newly widowed, but Mm -hmm. even in years to come, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we don't want to bring it up because we're uncomfortable. Right. And we don't want to make them uncomfortable. But sometimes sharing a story about something funny or something you loved or letting them talk about it Mm -hmm. is a gift you give them because they don't want to burden people with, okay, here, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. yeah. um, So bring that up and, and put that opening there. Because that's a part of their healing. I remember um, our very good friends of my mom and dad's um, lived in Texas. And this was, gosh, I don't know, a decade or so after he had died. And um, they were visiting us and and got to telling the story about my dad liked, you know, kind of, 
I don't know, very dry humor type thing. And, um, but one of the movies that there was a scene in it and, you know, it was a campfire scene and it was a funny scene because all the cowboys had had beans for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so there was a lot of gas that was happening, but it was one of those, it was kind of a serious, you know, scene. And then all of a sudden, you know, all these sounds were happening well my mom hated that part of the movie and <laughs> but he but when they all they had all watched it together and when it happened because my mom grew up in the family of you don't talk about that even right. you know and and so when in the scene in the movie when it started my mom actually got up and left the room and they <laughs> laughed so hard about that well when they retold that story it was just it was such a sweet yeah. moment yeah. and good memories and i think just like any time you know you've been i'm sure to funerals that when you start telling stories yeah. about the person and you laugh, it, it feels good. It feels so good. Yes. Yeah. So um, I love that, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I ran across a, um, I, I do a lot of reading, and mm-hmm. I ran across a book, um, and it's a fairly new book called Life Can Be Good Again. Mm-hmm. And it's written by Lisa, I, I'm probably going to butcher her name, but I think it's <laughs> Apello. Okay. Maybe Apollo. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, um, but she's a young widow. Mm-hmm. She went to sleep as a married woman. She woke up a widow. And she, I think she has maybe five children. Mm-hmm. Um, but she tells a story in her book of the American Idol show that I don't know if everybody's familiar with it, but Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us are. Mm -hmm. And there was a a person that sang on there. His name was Danny Mm Goki. And when he um, started singing on the show, I think like real previously, like maybe a month before he Mm -hmm. went on the show, his wife had actually died. And he was a widower. Mm. And later on, he made a song very famous, mm-hmm. and it was written by Randy Phillips of Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Okay. And I want to, if I can, I want to read just a, a just a paragraph of mm-hmm. this because I think this speaks, this will speak to somebody. Okay. And this is the inspiration for this song. It was called Tell Your Heart to Beat Again. And it was um, a pastor had attended an open heart surgery of one of his church members. the cardiac surgeon that he knew was performing. Um, And this is how they described it. He's standing in the corner and they bring the person in. They do this amazing thing where they saw open the chest, open the chest cavity, extract the heart, and then the surgeon begins to do the treatment on the heart. Fix the heart, puts the heart back into the chest cavity and gently massages it. This time, the heart doesn't start on its own. He massages the heart again, but still nothing happens. It begins to dawn on the pastor, I may be about to see this surgeon lose this patient. Then they did a little bit more treatment on the heart, a little bit more extreme to get the heart going, and still nothing. Finally, the surgeon knelt down beside the patient. He took off his surgeon's mask and he said, Mrs. Johnson, this is your surgeon. The operation went perfectly. Your heart has been repaired. Now tell your heart to beat again. Wow. And when he said that, the heart began to beat. And that is so Mm. much the experience of so many people. We feel like our heart has stopped beating. We've lost somebody that we've loved. Mm -hmm. Life life has kind of stopped where where they left. Life stopped. Mm. And there's a part of Jesus, our master surgeon, Mm. speaking, kneeling down beside us, saying, tell your heart 
to beat again. Mm. Give yourself permission to live again. Wow. I just wanted to share that. Yeah. Well, I almost don't know what to say, and that's really rare to find me speechless, but that, <laughs> that, that is powerful. Yeah. Man. You know, being able to speak, and I think when we speak to ourselves, mm-hmm. we speak to the circumstances, mm-hmm. life comes back. Mm-hmm. And so whoever's listening, mm-hmm. I just want to say that again. Tell your heart to beat again. Mm-hmm. Give yourself permission yes. that it's okay to go forward. Mm-hmm. You're not moving on. Mm-hmm. You're just going forward. Mm-hmm. Ooh, love that, Kim. So, Well, Kim, as we close today's episode, we want to say how excited we are to have you, Kim, but also our <laughs> listener as our friend. We want to say welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored Kim and I promise that we're going to show up, we're going to be real and raw, so that you too can come and show up as you are.